Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? Oh man, it's it's been a day. It's it's yeah. been it's been a day. Um, it has, it has. You've been incredibly gracious and flexible as we are kind of recording a little bit later than we normally do. And uh you've got I feel like when we were trying to kind of come up how and when and where, uh yeah, like like you were getting hit by all angles. Yeah, so uh we had like a a, a work emergency yesterday that was like crisis and I was like, "Oh man, it was terrible." And I thought I was going to, you know, have to work on that all day today and I also had uh, uh two back-to-back dentist appointments uh so like I was pretty much in a dentist chair from 12:30 until 4:30 Oh snap are uh, you still on the drugs No no I mean I it was just like I it was a uh it was a a, a, a a like a deep cleaning thing for one which is horrible um and pain there there are no drugs involved or anything and then one was a consultation with a, a orthodontist guy so yeah, it's 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 miserable. Basically, all my teeth are falling out of my head, and I'm going to get uh, those teeth that Jaws has in uh, James <laughs> Bond films. That'll be perfect, man. I think uh, I think it'll definitely go with your supervillain persona, which will uh, come in handy as we talk about next week's episode. But we have got this week's episode to talk about. Before we can dive into all of that great stuff, got to do a couple of uh, little housekeeping items. Of course, one thing that we want to make sure you're aware of, and that is that we would not be here without the direct support of you. Yes, you, dear listener. Uh, for those over, over at patreon.com slash TV talk, they are the ones making this happen. Shout out to uh, Amani and Michael, by the way, uh, new patrons recently. So uh, y'all are amazing. And y'all are helping us get to our goal. We want to do a Flash Earth 90 or an Earth 90 Flash TV talk over the break. And we still got some time to make it happen. And we need your help to make it happen. So head over to patreon.com slash TV talk to learn more. Get access to our awesome Discord. You want to know where like the like like the deep deep conversations going on the the secret live tweeting so to speak goes on that's on the discord channel and you can find out at patreon.com slash tv talk uh how to how to join us there so uh big shout out to them the other thing bell we need to address an error from last week's episode yes well so you know we, we started off last week's episode with the bit with the you know alexa play play flash tv talk yeah and i'm you know it's it pretty pretty softball low-hanging fruit if you will Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I had intended, to be honest, to use the Alexa bit as kind of a crutch to kind of fill the episode because last week, I mean, as we discussed, wasn't, you know, wasn't a very, wasn't very, um, wasn't very meaty. You know, it wasn't like a lot of. Lot it was of, different. Yeah. It, it wasn't a dense episode. There wasn't really much to chew on. It was very kind of uh, candy and fluff with, with, you know, everything that went on. And in fact, actually, Bell. Uh, I, I forgot to t- share this with you before the show, but um, we had some editing issues that, that completely are my fault. Not not Mike, our amazing editors. 
fault at all. It's completely my fault. It, it, and so things took a little bit longer to get the episode out than it normally does. And people were actually writing in wondering if we had intentionally not put out an episode last week because of how bad the episode was of the show. Hold on. It wasn't bad. It was different. It was different. We, we talk about thing. that extensively in, in last week's episode. but Well, and that, that's the thing, right? Because the people were asking because they hadn't actually listened to the episode. And I was kind of like, no, 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 no. It's coming. Of course, we always put out an episode without fail. We want to make sure that we're providing you great commentary. And even with the, as you say, Bell, different episodes... Uh, we still try to look at the positives and, and have some fun with it while also, you know, providing some critical analysis and all that kind of great stuff that comes along with it. But because I thought we would end up padding it out, which we did not have to pad out, but because I thought we'd end up padding it out, I saved a lot of our commentary on the Alexa product placement. Uh, and we didn't even really address it until after we stopped recording. And I don't, I don't even think we were live at that point. Maybe we were still live, but yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, like I wanted to make a comment about that, you know, and, and just, uh, yeah, we, we got, got into the episode and just it completely, uh, I actually talked about it on legends, uh, uh, this week. You gotta, so. you gotta, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had, I had to talk about it. And so, uh, yeah, me and Kyle talked about it on legends this week. So you can check that out at legends talk TV. Th- yeah. On Twitter. Or Facebook.com slash Lessons TV Talk. All right. So here's the thing. I mean, when it comes down to it, like it should have been addressed. You know, yes, obviously shameless product placement. But I mean, literally Barry earlier this season created a futuristic AI that can actively monitor the changes in the timeline. And yet he has Alexa at home. What, what, yeah. what, is, what does Gideon think of Alexa? What does oh, Alexa man. think of Gideon? She's- is Gideon, is Alexa a primor- primordial Gideon? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think she's like super mad at Barry, but you know, she just doesn't want to like, you know, call him out on it. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. she's nice like that. Maybe <laughs> she's like, you know, Alexa. Okay. I get it. You know, and maybe, maybe Gideon's not connected to the internet of things, uh, you know? And, and, and so Gideon she's... has her space and Alexa has hers. All right. <laughs> just like that. But it's still hilarious. ridiculous because if yeah. you can create a, like a, a super intelligent, you know, AI's computing system, you can make it connected to the internet of things. Come mm-hmm. on. Come like on. imagine Tony Stark with Alexa. That just doesn't make sense. He's got his own tech, he's got his own OS. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we should have addressed that last week, but we we needed to kind of get it in here at the beginning. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> there it is. That that's all then. We got a new episode this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Are you ready, Bell? Let's do it. Let's jump into The Rundown. The Rundown. Episode 12 of Season 6, A Girl Named Sue, How Do You Do? Directed by Chris Pepe and story by Thomas Pound and Lauren Serto. Bell, what happened this episode? In the mirror dimension, Iris meets Ava, who has been stranded there ever since the particle accelerator explosion knocked her into the mirror in her office. All this time, she has not been able to find a way out. Iris suggests that they try the same strategy they used when Sam Scudder trapped someone in the mirror dimension. However, this plan fails and the mirror shatters. Meanwhile, Mirror Iris asks for access to the mirror gun to help research Black Hole. While in the basement, she has a run-in with Nash, who is still seeing a vision of Harry. Dibney finally runs into Sue Dearborn, who is being targeted by gangster John Loring. During a brief raid on Loring's hideout, Ralph reluctantly reveals to Sue that he is a elongated man. While attempting to steal Loring's ledger from the bank where it's being held, Sue double-crosses Ralph and leaves him in the vault only for her to run into Loring and a squad of his goons. Ralph escapes and uses his elasticity to shield Sue from the bullets fired by Loring and his men. Meanwhile, Ultraviolet shows up and beats up Loring and his gang before targeting Ralph and Sue. 
getting the diamond she needs, Sue sneaks away while Ultraviolet fights Ralph. When Ralph states that they've both been played, Ultraviolet gets away. Loring and his men stand up and are handcuffed by the Flash and arrested by police with Joe telling the bank manager that Elongated Man was working with them. Iris discovers that Ava can manipulate the mirror as she puts the mirror back together. In her hideout, Sue analyzes the diamond that has the icon of Black Hole on it. Dun dun dun! Bell, there's a lot that happened this episode, but I'm starting with the iris in the mirror. <laughs> oh, Somehow man. I thought that that would that would come out. Well, you have to, man. If you want to make the world a better place, you got to, you know, take a look at yourself and make a change. Iris is stuck in the mirror dimension. We got some explanation as to what that means. We're not on a separate Earth, um, although to some extent you could argue that we are, just not in the multiverse sense. So they, they kind of address that right out the gate. Yeah, it's it's not a Earth 2 or Earth 3. It is a mirror Earth, same Earth of, as ours. It's just it's just backwards and not populated with people. Yeah, it's like almost like like a, like an elemental plane, if you will, um, and and you know with where everything is is you know as we saw before, uh, reverse empty. Iris and Ava are are stranded in this space. Um, you know, they're, they're, I had to go back and rewatch their scenes a couple of times, uh, and it was actually it was very fortunate because this was this was such a such a point of discussion that a lot of those a lot of those scenes almost instantly made their way to the internet you know people clipping the explanation for the mirror universe and for kind of the 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 fractal iris or, or kind of the mirror iris if you will um and there's still as much as we got explanation I, I there's still a lot that we didn't get for one thing we should talk about eva here how far do you trust eva you you personally I don't know, but I will say this. We're going to be talking about her a lot this episode, I'm sure. And I'm going to say Eva, Ava. Uh, I'm going to switch between the two. And right. I apologize uh, because there's Ava on Legends of Tomorrow. And I'm pretty sure this is Eva, but I'm going to I'm going to use them interchangeably. And uh, I apologize in advance for that. But um, I don't know. Like she gave a pretty convincing performance as a, uh, you know, distraught woman who's been trapped there and has tried everything and is basically given up. But uh, there, there's one little bit where I was worried about what she might do. And that was when she first learned that she could control the mirror. Right. When that mm. piece of that piece of mirror like came into her hand and it was like, you know, a very sharp piece of mirror. And Iris <laughs> was reflected in that. And I was kind of like, ooh, oh, no, we might have an issue here. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like, you know, the original kind of thing we were going along was, was that maybe this was like. Ava taking over Iris's body, uh, the the mirror Iris, but it doesn't seem like that's the case anymore. I don't think, unless there's some kind of like, you know, um, Iris like Ava's bad side came out, and Iris's like super ambitious side, and they sort of merged, and now we have these like halves of the whole in the mirror dimension. I don't know, mm. but 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 so far, I feel like maybe she's trustworthy. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of things to, to note, though. I mean, I, I feel like we all kind of are just forgetting the fact that Iris didn't accidentally end up in the mirror. She was literally grabbed by someone. This is true. And and I mean, like, you know, arguably when we saw it, it was like almost like the mirror itself was grabbing, but with very human looking hands. You know, the in fact, even even when she was talking about the fact that she's been alone for the last six years and you know, she had that kind of crazy, I've been alone for six years thing going on. Like she was almost immediately, but at least you're here now. It gave me vibes of, 
oh man, what was that Chris Pratt? Um, what's her face? Passengers. Movie? Passengers. Yeah, they gave me vibes of Passengers. Like she was the Chris Pratt here, uh, pulling out Iris just so she could have a buddy. Yeah, because she did say a lot. Well, like at least I'm not going to die alone now. <laughs> so. I mean, that was the thing. Like she was just really, you know. I mean, granted, if if you've been stranded forever and then there's somebody that's there, I mean, yes, naturally the relief of hey, it's actually another person and I'm not losing my mind has is is going to be a natural thing. Except for the fact that again, we literally saw Iris being pulled into the mirror by something or someone. My money's on Eva. Now you made reference to the fact that we've been questioning. You know, this fractal iris, this mirror iris, the, the the iris that exists in the prime world, the main world, the non-mirror world, whatever you want to call it, the overworld, the upper world, um, and whether or not she is actually iris, whether or not she's a possessed version of iris, whether or not we're dealing with an Eva iris hybrid, which, to be honest, Belle, that's kind of where I'm starting to land. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go for it. Yeah, no, I, I'm starting to agree with you as well. I, I think it's a, a I, I think what it is, is she was pulled in for, for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I But I feel like it was something where uh, Ava was in there and I don't know if she was, you know, obviously she wants to get out. And so she sees Iris there. And so she pulls Iris into it. Um, and I don't know if it was a byproduct of her pulling Iris in that released the mirror iris but I, I i do feel like that it's aspects of iris's personality and aspects of ava's personality because obviously like you know mirror iris knows everything about iris right uh so mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like barry hasn't caught on to some things you know the the things that he did catch on to are kind of like legitimate things in the relationship that mirror iris was able to twist in her favor and make him doubt his suspicions right so it wasn't like you forgot a birthday or you don't know how to, I mean, there was the speak Italian thing. That was kind of interesting. Um, uh, but like, yeah, it, it's stuff like that. So that's why I kind of think it's like a merger of, uh, uh, maybe the, the, the more ambitious side of Iris that Iris normally keeps in check and the more malicious side of Ava, who, who obviously is do, wants to do some black hole stuff, right? Like she's, you know, wanting the mirror gun for some nefarious reason so there's there's lines pointing towards that right like she's using the excuse of using the mirror gun for you know investigations on black hole but i feel like it's something different um but i don't know what that is but uh, yeah i i feel like there's some kind of merger going on here uh and and what's left in the mirror dimension is not the totality of those both those personalities right yeah hmm maybe you know, she she talked about the fact that she talked about the fact that that she she went into an explanation, right? Like that this is a fractal, um, kind of a a splitting, right? That this it's it's you, but it's like a like an offshoot of you. Yes. Yeah. But there was never a question of a, uh, you know, well, if this is an offshoot of me. <laughs> Where's where's your offshoot? You you've been watching your husband out there solo. He's he's not with uh, an alternate you, a Bizarro you, Bizarro. He does not with <laughs> Bizarro. Another... <laughs> I love you, Bizarro. Bizarro, I love you. <laughs> uh, no, there's no Bizarro uh, mirror version, fractal version of Eva. Um, but I guess as I'm thinking about this, I'm realizing that. Perhaps the nature of her entering into the mirror being different from the way that um, 
Iris entered into the, the mirror is a reason why things may in fact be different. We know that, or at least based on her story anyway, that it was because of the particle accelerator. One imagines even if she did pull in Iris and is lying about that, she'd have no reason to lie about the reason why this happened to her, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, she she's going to be truthful about that. And so... I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of weird that there wasn't a a version of her and she's not like, you know, trapped in there going, why, why are you, you know, stealing my life and stuff? Um, So, yeah, but I, I agree with you, though. I think I think it's it's mainly due to the nature of, of how she gained her powers. Right. And how she got stuck in there to begin with. Hmm. Interesting. 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 Okay. So I, I'm, I still, I still go by it. I mean, I think that she's, she's up to some sort of nefarious thing. I don't think she's a, as innocent in all this as has been going on. It is possible. This is more of a passengers esque. I just want a buddy. And so now I'm pulled you in and I'm kind of, I'm kind of lying about it. Um, but you got to remember, I mean, you know, <sighs> she's based off a supervillain. Granted, a very different take on the supervillain, but she is based off of a supervillain here. She is the Mirror Master, or or this new Mirror Master, the Mirror Master 2.0, if you the will. The Mirror Mistress. Ooh. I I I I just saying, man. I, I just we we know we know something's up. And I yeah. guarantee she's lying, she's she's covering up some other stuff. Now, Mirror Iris is out uh, you know, going, she's trying to investigate Black Hole and kind of the disappearance of Eva. It's interesting to me that she would go for the gun if she didn't know what was actually going on in the mirror dimension. You mean like she's connected to the mirror dimension? Yeah, I mean like she she has to again, there there has to be I, I still go back to it, man. I think she I think that that Eva is somehow in her subconscious. Yeah, yeah, like well, that, that's that's what I'm thinking, right? It, it's that's what I've been saying. It's 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 this split, right? Like the the Eva in the mirror dimension and the Iris in the mirror dimension are not the entire Eva and the entire Iris. Like I think that there was a split there, and it's uh, you know, mirror mirror Star Trek evil versions or or like darker sinister aspects of their personality that they normally don't let come to the light are now out there as this one entity hmm. like that's 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 kind of the theory that i'm operating on here yeah. and so and I, I think it's you know it, it's iris's ambition uh and it's ava's super villaininess maybe revenge i don't know um maybe she wants to shoot her husband into the mirror dimension and be like haha try to get over me now you know <laughs> try to move on now kind of thing what if Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this out because we were talking about how she clearly knows, like, you know, Mirror Iris knows everything. So uh, maybe this actually is Iris. What? What? All right. I'm going to throw a different different situation out. What actually if it's Ava and Ava has been watching Iris because she obviously that mirror in the in the corporate room can see anywhere. You know what I mean? It's not just the reflection of that specific mirror. She was able to use it in kind of a mirror mirror on the wall. Show me x y and z so what if she's been like studying iris for like some time with the intention of taking over her life i mean yeah that that would make sense i could see that um but why iris and like Hmm. what what trip like what tripped her up to wanting to check out iris uh with enough you know time to learn all the things she needed to learn right like you know if if it was when she originally went to go see mcculloch or something like that uh 
that wouldn't have been enough time to learn all of her secrets, I don't think. Um, it, um hmm. it could be when she started investigating Black Hole or when Black Hole started kind of arriving on Team Flash's radar, in which case she could have actually been watching all of Team Flash. It just so happens that Iris is the one that started to get closer. So she kind of, you know, increased her focus on Iris. But I mean, she's got nothing else better to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, why not like grab the flash? <laughs> well, because he wasn't there. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Barry, by the way, also in this episode. That is um, true. <laughs> should we should we address that? Oh right, well, let me let's say one more thing before we actually move on. Um, the mirror gun. I think it's excellent. Bring that back in. It makes a whole lot of sense. I love the mirror gun. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty neat. Like what you know, they used it to defeat Cicada and. Uh, you know, that was that was pretty cool. And so I was wondering if it was going to show up again after Crisis, and apparently it has. So, yeah, look, the mirror gun, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the, with, with, uh, uh, the wizard wand, weather wand. Like, I love how Team Flash is responsible for creating all of these iconic devices. If I'm <laughs> right, the cold gun. The cold gun, yeah, exactly. Like, all of these devices that are, are you know, connected and, and specifically in the comics anyway, originate from the villains themselves. Uh, are all coming directly from like Star Labs tech. Uh, Cisco yeah. single-handedly essentially has has armed uh, this entire universe t- to some degree. Now, yeah, they've they've also kind of reversed the way that a lot of these devices work, and uh, the mirror gun is is no exception. I, I will say one of my favorite aspects of it is the fact that it is so daggum comic accurate. I mean, it's just it's gl- it's glorious how close it is to the comics. Yeah, it does look pretty good. I, I thought that was a, a pretty good uh, representation of it. Absolutely. So very excited to see that come in. Um, uh, Barry, also in this episode. Joe, also in this episode. Um, we need to address the the flash in the room because a lot of people might have been mistaken over the last couple of weeks to think that they were watching a show that was not the flash because of how little flash there was actually in these last couple of episodes. Yeah, it was kind of like... Uh... Barry and the Flash, sort of like you know. I mean, yeah, there's he, barely any Barry. Yeah, not a lot of Barry either. Yeah, it's 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 just been sort of like Team Flash and that guy who runs around really fast. See, this was the work, y'all. You know, some of y'all didn't like the fact that Iris was going with the "We Are the Flash" for so long, but they knew they knew that we need to be a lot. Of the, they'd all need to be the Flash at some point because. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, this is the reason Crisis was coming. So. You know, I, I saw a lot of people posting on Twitter about the whole Barry thing, and we got we we had we jumped in and had a little fun with it as well. But the reality is, is that you got to remember, Grant Gustin was shooting Crisis while a lot of these episodes were being shot. So there's a reason why for the last two episodes, and possibly, eh, probably not next episode. I think we're probably caught up at this point. But there's there's a reason why you know there's very little. Uh, Barry Allen in this Flash series over these last two episodes and it's part of kind of the trade-off that was the Crisis on Infinite Earths you know mega event and so if that leaves us with two episodes with Little Flash one of them not so good the other one I think quite well good I, I enjoy this episode a lot especially a lot more than last week's um, and I, you know obviously all of these characters are very compelling and interesting and I think that there's uh, a good space for all of these characters to have an arc, or at least our main characters to have an arc. But yeah, so don't don't get too depressed about the fact that there's so little Barry this week and last week. I mean, there's there's a reason for it, and in my opinion, it was worth it. And I may be in the minority uh, of of actually enjoying last week's episode. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's what you got to do when you're filming a five show crossover with all of your main 
actors needing to be in one spot for filming that's different from the spot where you're filming all your other shows. So, you know, these things happen, and I think they've handled it well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Bell, what you may have thought this week was not that you were watching The Flash, but that you were watching The Elongated Man. Because, finally, after two episodes of uh, two weeks of No no Ralph, Ralph is back in a big way. Finally, we get the conclusion and or entirety and or beginning. Uh, <laughs> the end these, is the beginning is the end. <laughs> exactly. Of, uh, of what has been kind of a big motivating factor for him for several episodes. Uh, the arrival of Sue Dearborn, a character that has been long awaited since even Ralph himself was first introduced. Uh, finally comes in this episode. Uh, Ralph was driven for the first half of the season on this kind of missing persons case with Sue. He has finally found her, and we are just hit with so much information about this particular character and background and story. I kind of feel, Bell. Um, there's a lot I love about this this story arc, and and actually, I I I don't dislike any of this story arc. I think it's great. I think it's a lot that's crammed into one episode. Given how long they stretched out this introduction, stretched. Out. Yeah, it's impossible not to make that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of like they 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 give us these like breadcrumbs, and then they give us a mountain made out of bread. Yeah, and a very dense mountain with like here's a bunch of characters, and here's this character you didn't know is connected to this, and this person is looking for this, and oh, it's a twist, you know. Like, I feel like almost the twist would have been better had we gotten a few episodes with Sue before we find out that he's that she's kind of, you know, pulling a fast one on him. Uh, I mean, maybe like, you know, just just how they characterized her at the beginning. I kind of thought like, you know, maybe she's not 100 percent trustworthy kind of thing. I mean, she's like she's 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 very confident and very uh, um, um, capable. Right. So. She she and, didn't and cocky too, which is great. Like she and yeah. Ralph, you can kind of see them. Yeah, I've been like you know, I've been I've been I've been waiting for this man. I've been I've, we all have known, we all have known since the very beginning that Sue was coming, right? Yeah. We all knew this. Yeah, and we all know that Ralph is going to marry Sue. Yeah, right. This is this is no like Ralph is going to marry Sue. So they're leaning into that Ralph marry Sue, uh, uh, Ralph marrying Sue plotline, right? Like we we know this, we see this, right? We we yeah. all see this. Okay, yeah. so just just so we're all clear, Ralph is going to marry Sue. Uh, however, I think the way that they are taking Sue specifically and turning into her into Sue Lena Kyle <laughs> is an interesting um, an interesting approach that I I'm not I'm not fully against here. Actually, it it was it was off it was a little uh, off not off putting but uh, what's the right word. It was interesting. I did not know they were going to go this route with with Sue. Yeah, it was definitely a curveball, right? Like, it, it, I I felt like they weren't going to go the damsel in distress route, like because that's just overplayed. Which is, well, and beyond overplayed, Bell. This is something that you know, folks who are not familiar with the comic book material might not realize. But Sue is, was a beloved character, and part of the reason why why she's such a beloved character is because she was very much kind of connected with the just Justice League while also not being. Um, you know, a super, right? Like she was very much kind of one of the normals in the room, but that's part of what made kind of her characters so good because she kind of grounded a lot of those characters and and uh and kind of brought you know <laughs> brought everybody back to the real world, as it were. That being said, Sue is also a very tragic character. 
um, because she is very much uh, her death is used as a massive motivation for the entire Justice League. And uh, and in fact, a, a pretty a huge uh, Justice League um, a crossover event, if you want to call it that. But a, a I, you know, it's it's considered one of the crises. It's it's identity crisis. So it's yeah. not it's not the same as kind of, you know, the sky bleeding, but it is on that level in terms of, you know, uh, everybody stop what you're doing and read this book. But but I think I hope this is true. Everybody was excited for the introduction of Sue, not because of that story and not because of what she's known for, uh, not because of the death that she's known for, but because of who she is, especially in relation to Ralph and kind of their relationship and what that relationship means, not just to each other, but also the Justice League as a whole. Um, however, because I think that it's it's smart not to take her in the route that she went in the comics. Uh, the fact that we went complete 180 <laughs> with it <laughs> uh, felt a little bit like, whoa, okay, yeah. So not only are we not getting that, we're got we're we're going in the complete opposite direction. And I don't know, man. Maybe maybe this works. Maybe maybe her being, you know, if Arrow was the Batman for so many years, <laughs> maybe Sue Dibney being Sue Lena Kyle here as Catwoman. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could work. Hey, that could be interesting. You know, it's 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 always one of those things where it's like. You know, when you hear Ralph Dibney, like some people will think, you know, identity crisis because of because of Ralph and Sue. And then there's others who are like, you know, fans of, of just Ralph and, and how Sue compliments Ralph. And they're like, well, I'm, I want to eventually see that there. And so, you know, I, I think there's two different camps and, and two different, you know, expectations of what of what people want to see with uh, with Sue and Ralph and that kind of thing. Uh, and, and it is interesting to go the route where she is not this just normal person right she's she's got she's capable she's confident she has uh uh the ability to kick butt and you know that's that's kind of neat i think that'll be really interesting and speak multiple languages yeah speak multiple languages and uh, she's rich and she's rich and she can and a master uh, thief and a master thief and she rides horses uh and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so you know that that's gonna be that'll be an interesting foil to uh, you know especially their backgrounds right like with ralph and uh and sue's backgrounds like it'll be it'll be really neat but like i i, I really want to see i mean maybe in the future they can do an identity crisis but like i don't i don't want that to happen as a kind of like you know mini arc in a series um, i i don't i don't want to see i don't want to see her character i don't i don't want to see any character go that route um that occurs in identity crisis i think that's it's, I mean, you know, I'm not criticizing that storyline per se, but I, I just, I don't think it would translate very well, um, on, especially into the kind of the DC TV universe. I just, I mean, like, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of, it, it it's kind of, you talk around it just cause you know, you, you don't, you don't want to necessarily kind of go into specifically what ends up happening to her, but it's awful. And it's in, when, when the, when storylines like that happen on TV, it can be very triggering. Yeah. Uh, and it can be very. Um, I've, I've never seen it handled well. And almost every single time I feel like it, it can, like you can do a lot of what you want to do without going that route. And yeah. I know that's <laughs> people who've never read the comics are like, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> but anyway, point being that um, I'm glad we're not going to see her go in, uh, in, in the same uh, path that, uh, that the Sue of the comics went, but because, I mean, again, I, I think it was um, Kyle in, in the discord uh, mentioned I think he said, I, I kind of love and hate this take on Sue. And I was yeah. like, no, I get that. That that seems accurate because on the one hand, it's like, okay, good. We're, we're, we're not going to see that. We're not going to see this Sue 
um, we're not going to see what happened to the original Sue happened to this Sue. And that's awesome. And she does provide a, a unique foil, as you mentioned, Bell, uh, to Ralph and potentially to Team Flash as a whole. And, yeah. you know, provides a different kind of character, a non-meta uh, a foil, a Catwoman uh, to Team Flash's Batman, whoever the Batman may be, I guess in this case, Ralph. And that can be really fun. That introduces a lot of new story concepts and uh, a lot of really exciting things there. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's not, you know, it is a very different take of, of the suit of the comics. But at the same time, Grant's take on Barry Allen is very different from the take in the comics. Uh, you know, the, this take on Green Arrow has been insanely different from that of the comics. Yeah. That should not be a reason, you know, to write off the fact that we're going in a different direction with Sue. So I'm well, here sure. for it. I'm, I'm all for it, man. Sue, Lena, Kyle, bring it on. Uh, no, and, and, you know, like I said, we all know that uh, Ralph is going to marry Sue. Yeah, and, and it's you know it's another thing too is we don't yeah sure she had a heel turn, uh in, in this and that was that was pretty unexpected but we don't know what her end goal is we we just saw her researching black hole like maybe her goal is to you know uh take down black hole because of their awful treatment of metahumans and things like that we don't know where she's going with it it's just her route and, and pathway to get there is is not something that our classic heroes would would go right like so yeah wait hang on let's let's back up here a second because I had questions about this. Because she's clearly, like you mentioned, investigating Black Hole, which we know that Ultraviolet is working for and or with. Yes. So clearly they are, you know, she she is an antagonist to Black Hole. So because otherwise, but why why would she, she fight? Well, but why would she fight Ultraviolet? Like, why not just like, oh, cool. You got the you got the diamond. Let's go. And they just like, you know, skip out of the bank or something like that. But that's not the case is she took something that Ultraviolet wanted that this that this uh, criminal guy had. Could it be a triple cross? Maybe she was originally working with with Black Hole, and then she that, pocketed that's, the cash. That's my well. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a cash kind of thing. I think you know maybe she was originally working with Black Hole, saw what they were actually doing, and said, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not. I'm not down with this." And so she left because, like, clearly there's a history between Ultraviolet and Sue. She doesn't have any light powers though. Everybody that's we've seen, I mean, could be wrong, but every single meta we've seen so far connected to Black Hole has some sort of control of light or... Yes, every single meta, but not every single person. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you could be useful to Black Hole and not be a meta. I mean, she's a master thief, right? You know, so, so I mean, obviously that would be useful to a criminal what organization. What with the diamond? You think it's like a prism type situation? Yeah, I it's, keep going it's back some kind of... Yeah, it's some kind of light focusing thing for sure. It's huh. gotta be, gotta be. This, I mean, you know, all right. So again, the, it, it I, I really, it could very well be that we're setting up Sue to take down Dr. Light. I'd like obviously a new version on Dr. Light as kind of like a retroactive justice type situation and, and kind of this, in this new, wouldn't Earth. that be interesting, right? Yeah. Of course it's a different Dr. Light, obviously, but I, I, I think there is something to be said with kind of like super spying or super thieving or Sulina Kyling up Sue so that she can essentially take down Dr. Light. I mean, it's a revenge fantasy. That's, that's amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I really think I'm here for it. Yeah. And I didn't quite realize that until just now as, as we're kind of putting together right? the pieces of, uh, <laughs> of black hole, but that's, that's actually bravo. Yeah. And, and, and I think that makes sense. I, th- I think it's a, I think it's a double cross. I think she worked for black holes. She found out what they were doing and she's now working, you know, uh, on the other side of the law, not, not, I mean, granted all vigilant vigilantes work outside the law, but like she, she's more towing the line than any other vigilante on, uh, on, on the, on team flash. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I feel like that's what it is. It's, it's, you know, 
were she to let Ralph in on what she's trying to do, I'm sure he'd be like, cool, let's do it. Let's take him down. Like, you know, but he might not be like by any means necessary. And she is by any means necessary. And that means betraying people and stealing stuff and doing all of that kind of stuff. And, and, and I really think like all this stuff, you know, and, and even Sue talked about it, how, uh, um, you know, the, the criminal that she was working for, uh, or, or the, or, uh, when she talked about why, Gosh, what's his name? I'm looking in the show notes. What is his name? Loring. Loring. Oh, it's my ex-boyfriend. He's trying to kill me because I know too much. Replace every time she talks and says the word, uh, the name Loring with black hole. She worked with black hole in a relationship, quote unquote, because she was working for them. She knew too much. So now they try to kill her. So now um, she's trying to like, you know, get away and, 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 and take him down. But the cops are in on it. Just like we saw, we saw Joe give all those cases to Barry. So I think everything that she said was truthful, except for the fact she wasn't talking about luring. She was talking about black hole. Hmm. And so like, cause there's, there's connections to all the things she said. It's just replaced luring with a black hole. And I think yeah. it works. Luring, by the way, a great reference to um, uh, the character that, uh, that killed her in the comics. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe it was the character that came across her body, but I think it's the character that killed her. But anyway, um, Interesting. Very interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious to see where this all goes. You know, speaking of black hole, man, like everything, uh, as we mentioned, that they've done thus far has to do with light. We know specifically that we are also dealing with, you know, the rise of a, a mirror master or a mirror mistress, whatever you want to call her. Um, you know, obviously mirrors reflecting light. There's a lot of light, a lot of lights going on, man. A million little lights out there. What? Uh, there are four lights. <laughs> that's a that's a star trek reference there for those of you who uh who, who didn't pick that up which Where? is probably all of you <laughs> I'm, I'm you know I'm, I, it's interesting because we don't know what black holes like what their game is right yeah and see that that's that's what's just irking me so much is that we know they're doing all this light stuff but for the life of me i, I can't think of what their end game is right well and is it possible that what if, what if Eva is in control of black light, or uh, uh, not black light, but um, black hole? Like if, somehow, like she grabs people into the mirrorverse, right, and then she like imprints herself on them or something like that, and creates a fractal version of her, and then she's got their doppelgangers all locked up in the mirrorverse. That could be that, yeah. That actually kind of makes sense because, you know, she, she's losing her mind. Obviously, she's been alone for six years, but it could be that she as she splits her personality more and more, there's less left in the mirror dimension. Mm -hmm. And uh, that could be interesting as Iris kind of like wanders around and says, huh, that's weird. I'm hearing people's voices. And like all of a sudden there's like all these people in there and and she's like, oh, this is creepy. You'll notice that she said that it's completely, you know, full and empty earth, but they never quite leave that room. Yeah, I was kind of expecting Iris to be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to walk outside. And like then she kind of goes around and like CC Jitters is empty and she just like mm -hmm. steals coffee and stuff and, you know, <laughs> make, <laughs> makes it makes a hamburger at uh, at Big Belly Burger. You know, she jumps behind the counter and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the food and, and need to, to eat implications are actually there's a lot of questions there. But but suffice it to say, I. Mm, it's going to be interesting to see how it all comes together. Black Hole was very uninteresting to me in the first half of the season, and mostly because obviously they couldn't do much with it until we got here. Yeah. But now that we're here, 
you know, the fact that we're dealing with, you know, they, they're connected to all these light, light based villains. They're, you know, um, we got the kind of prism looking diamond type situation. We know that, you know, obviously a mirror master having kind of reflectal light. It, there's something, it's something there, Bell. <laughs> yeah. And I wish that we just dropped like maybe a couple more hints. What, what do you got? It's Rainbow Raider. He's behind everything. <laughs> Wouldn't that like, be great? I, I think we're going to see him again. I really do. I kind of want to see like a new Rainbow Raider. You know what I mean? Like go a little bit over the top with it. Yeah. I'll actually have him ride the light. Uh, the the like rainbow yeah. thing well, that he they rides. Could, they could go one of two ways. They can go kind of campy, like up the camp factor. Or I wanted to go like Blackest Night emotional spectrum route with them. Uh, especially since we got the tease of a Green Lantern out there somewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Neat. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, like, so I mean, what what is what is their end goal? Like, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to take control of the city by like imprisoning everybody in the mirror dimension? Like, but you know, what what's what's the end game? That's what's that's what's that's what's really interesting to me now is that like it, there, there's there's things out there like you know the light connection, uh, all all the uh, the 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 power behind this organization. Uh, they own the cops. They own this kind of stuff. They have all this power, right? They they it's not like they're lacking for power so what is their end game why the light and and maybe it's just because like you said ava's pulling the strings behind uh she's pulling the strings from the mirror dimension and that's what maybe she's like working to try to find a way to get her out from the outside by kidnapping people and, and holding them in the mirror dimension and like kind of taking over doppelgangeriness of them it's worth noting that in the young justice series there was a you know the the quote unquote big bad for like two seasons was a shadow organization of supervillains that called themselves the light. And they were kind of like a cabal of supervillains that were controlling everything. Um, I don't think there's any relation here, but again, it, it's, it's worth at least noting. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, now, I, I, I feel like though, this is like a, uh, it's, it's an organization that employs, uh, metahumans and not like a metahuman run organization could be could be all right so let's see uh there you go with uh everything that's going on here now of course there was something else that happened this episode as uh as uh, i guess mirror iris fractal iris whatever you want to call her she was off getting the mirror gun she bumps into uh nash who is going around and categorizing everything doing inventory it's, or it's is inventory. he <laughs> well, you know, inventory is, um, you know, the the, uh, the auditor's coming by, man. He's got to take that inventory <laughs> in Star Labs. The, the Star Archives, you know, it's it's very big. It's it's kind of like uh, an Indiana Jones, you know, where they where they put the Ark of the Covenant there at the end. Yeah, I, no, that that's there's surely some sort of Ark of the Covenant esque something or another that's back in there. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's gonna bump into. But no, while he's back there, uh, he sees something about, and that's gonna bring us to this week's. Speedster speculation. All right, so Harry lives? Question mark. No <laughs> longer, no longer exclamation. It has now been bumped to question mark. Um, because this week confirmed, I feel that we're not. We didn't see a person that quickly disappeared. We didn't see Eobard. There was clearly he was looking at Harry that Fractal Iris could not see. Yeah, it was. A, it was like a you know a vision or whatever. Right. So here's the question. Is this a self like a subconscious kind of survivor's guilt situation that we're seeing or are we actually seeing 
a version of Harry that is speaking to him interdimensionally. See, I don't know because like that wasn't our Harry. That seemed like a more sinister Harry. Uh, what was sinister about him? I mean, it's it just the way he was talking to Nash was just very like, you know, uh, you know, that was a lie. And like the, the way he said things just, just, it didn't come off like Harry. It came off more like mean, <laughs> Like I, I I don't know it, it didn't feel like it was it was our Harry that the Harry that we've grown you know the, the 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 you know character developed Harry that we had before Earth Two was destroyed, um it it felt like I don't know like like he he was just angry at at Nash and you know Nash had his journal and so I mean I don't know like I well so let's go with that right let's let's start off with the the anger that's there not necessarily sinister but but perhaps bitter um perhaps mm. but that's the thing is harry wasn't bitter anymore like harry was bitter originally but like after him and cisco became friends and like all that kind of stuff there it was a, it was a much um milder harry more compassionate harry right yes you're right so let's go with the the uh, the survivor's guilt subconscious seeing Harry speaking to him. So it's not actually Harry that's speaking to him. It's literally Nash kind of visualizing Harry kind of talking down to him because Nash feels so guilty. Okay, I could see that. That makes sense. This is why that doesn't make sense. He never knew Harry. Maybe he did. The Council of Wells. Uh, Nash, those idiots? Oh, he said that those... Was, that was- which, which, which would imply that words. he's met them before. Also, Harry left the Council of... Well, the Council of Wells kicked Harry out. But he they, ended they, up with the Council of Harrisons. Right, but they know they know that, that they exist, and so maybe at some point this Nash has met Harry. Mm. He, he, travels, he travels Earths to go and try to find the Anti-Monitor. Okay. Who's okay. to say all he right, didn't go right. to Earth 2? So, all right, I'm still leaning into the whole survivor's guilt thing. Why Harry? Of all the wells out there, why why would Harry be the one that he sees? Uh, because he like read his journal and for some reason that unlocked the other unlimited Harrys that are in Nash's consciousness, and that Harry popped to the front. You're still going with the mega mega wells. It's huh? it, mega wells, mega wells. Hashtag mega wells <laughs> all day long. Hashtag mega wells dot com. Hashtag mega wells. Mega wells for a million years. Mega wells. <laughs> mega wells. <laughs> get some mega seeds and then they'll bring out all the mega harry's crisis on infinite wells <laughs> yeah, exactly identity wells <laughs> well, wells vader darth wells <laughs> well wells wells https www.wells.com every well is mega wells wells osaurus rex <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. Uh so you you really are going on this whole uh, that you fine, It's megawatt. in his head. It's in his head. Harry is in his head. It's clearly that he is in his head, which but means But not as a subconscious thing. You mean literally there is a secondary consciousness in his head. Yes. Huh. Is there a secondary conscious that's in everybody's head? Like is Barry all of the berries that ever buried? Um I don't know are all the grant gustin versions of barry that have ever grant gustin version of buried well i i think with harry it's different like i i i want to I'll, I'll bet that there's some kind of tech that harry used 
to, you know, it, maybe it is just him. I, maybe, maybe it's not a mega wells, but maybe it's something where like he was able to condense his consciousness down to like some sort of like, you know, uh, quantum frequency so that he could broadcast it to any other wells that survived the multiverse uh, destruction. And so now we have this like version of wells that's in Nash. Because he's reading, he's reading his diary, right? And so that diary might have some clues in there as well. Like, but see the diary. Th- All right, so so maybe he's reading the diary to better understand who Harry was. But no, Mega It's Wells. not like it's not like the diary was. All right, so we we saw the um uh excess's diary right we saw nora's diary and she was writing the speed force language and obviously the language uh that was kind of developed by eobard uh could you know you could you could manually transcribe things that would survive changes to the timeline yeah there was a way to read those symbols because they they existed with a language outside of time or something or another it it makes it makes perfect sense um Wells's diary. Why would there even be a Wells's diary? Because he Harry's left it there. Diary. But he never existed. Did but, he? Well, that's on what we Earth don't know. Prime. Like, yeah, on Earth Prime, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's when he. That, that's the thing. When the consciousnesses were, or, or when the universes were merged down, the the era, uh, the, the universe Earths were merged down. We don't know what happened to Harry. We don't know what happened to like, you know, everybody else on earth too, for that matter. Um, so I'm thinking that this could be a plant like an Oliver plant from, uh, mm. uh, the, the merger of, of all those earths. Um, and, and maybe, maybe there's like some weird speed force language stuff in there that he can use to decipher the mega wells in his head and, and bring them forward or something. I don't know, but yeah, that that's, that's the thing is like with crisis, everything's out, right? Like the rules are out. We don't know what happened to Harry. We don't know what happened to Jesse. We don't know what happened to earth to other doppelgangers that are out there. Um, so it, I mean, it's, it's, it, I, I don't think it's Cisco's about to come back and say that the that the multiverse is still out there. No, right? I don't think I don't know if he's gonna say the multiverse is still out there per se, but I think he's gonna say I don't know. Maybe maybe he will, but like it has to be. All right, all right. So this is the thing. Um, next week, I mean, we have to. All right. So this is kind of pseudo spoilery territory. If you've not seen the preview for next week, I'm not gonna talk about anything beyond that per se. Um, but I mean, like, I need to pull from that for for this for this discussion. In, have you seen the preview? Uh, for uh, Bell? No, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. You, you know, you, you know, our boy's coming back, right? Cisco. Yeah, Gorilla Grodd. Oh, yeah. I, back. Why won't Why won't they Why won't they uh, show those on the on the when you when you stream them? I mean, you can find them on YouTube, but but yeah, I know. So so we we saw from from the previews we gathered that Grodd's back and that we are going to see what looks to be Barry living out some of Grodd's memories. And in those memories, we see uh, H. Geobard. Hmm. Which means on Earth Prime, H. Geobard existed. Yeah, he which would means, have to. And people have already referenced, even actually in this episode, uh, Eva referenced Harrison Wells' dream. So talking specific, the particle accelerator did happen. We got confirmation of that this week. We got a confirmation that the particle accelerator did happen as a result of Harrison Wells. So we know that um, on this Earth Prime, there is a Harrison Wells, or there was a Harrison Wells. It appears next week, and again, we don't know, so this is all, I mean, it's, it's just speculation. It appears 
that we will see that not just was there a Harrison Wells, but that that will have been H. Geobard Wells that we saw in season one, confirming that much of the much of the timeline as we knew it pre-crisis is probably still fairly close to what exists in a post-crisis world. However, and this is the big kicker, if this is the case, then either Nash would have to have been all of these Harrison Wells or the multiverse exists. Because we wouldn't have another Harrison Wells unless the only other thing I could think of is um, uh, is if, again, twin brother. So same type of situation with the Jay Garrett conundrum of, you know, if Jay exists, then how can Harry exist and or, or rather Henry exist and, and it makes sense. Yeah. Unless there's a multiverse. Hmm. Or H. Geobard, since he isn't Harrison Wells, right? He took over his body. Right. That's the guy that's in Nash's head. Well, that's possible. That is absolutely possible. And since there wasn't a Harrison Wells or Harrison Wells died, Nash could then come to this earth post-crisis because there was no Harrison Wells anymore. It was H. Geobard. Interesting. Interesting. So there still is one Wells. And the previous Wells did exist. And then H.G. Bard killed him, took over his body, uh, blew up the particle accelerator to create Barry, and, and then so was defeated Nash by Barry. Been... Okay, then... okay, okay, okay. I, I think I'm following you. So Earth, so that would mean that the Earth Prime version of H.G. Bard is still active in the consciousness of Nash. Perhaps. Huh. Because I, I got I got H.G. Bard vibes so, so bad yeah. from uh, from Harry when we saw him. And then they showed, you know, Harry's journal. And I was kind of like, mm. I don't know, like I, I, I was getting real big H.G. Uh, Bard vibes. I'm just going to say that. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, that it's that it's that it's H.G. Bard, but it's definitely H.G. Bard. Interesting. We have done a complete 180 here on this podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I do not think that we are dealing with a with H. Geobard. But watch, watch, watch you be right because of that. The one time, the one time, Bell. The one time that you don't, and that I like the one time that you're not all in H. Geobard, then I am all in H. Right. Geobard. I'm correct. Right. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be amazing. All right. Well, good deal. We want to hear what y'all's thoughts are. What do you think is going on with them Wells boys? We want to know what you guys think. Is Harry alive? Is it H. Geobard? Uh, or is it something completely different? Is it Mega uh, Wells? <laughs> is, is, it, is it Mega Wells? Is it Mega Wells? Is it MegaWells.com? HG Bard, Tyrannosaurus, Mega Wells, Tricera Mega Wells. Harry and Cisco, 4,000 years. Mega Mega Wells. Let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah, so you can send those in at Flash TV Talk is on Twitter. You can also follow Bell at Ring That Bell. You can follow me at The Real Bo York. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And usually you can tune in at facebook.com slash flash TV talk for the live show. But to be honest, we've had such issues this evening uh, that I'm not sure that that actually happened this week. The computer says it does, but no one can find us. So, well, and maybe if you're on Facebook beta that you can see it and then not. This is true. 
we had to switch out our live platforms so many times. It looks like we're going to end up having to do it again. But you know what? Just in case we don't, facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk is the place to do it. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for providing music for our podcast. You can listen to the rest of his awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Big shout out to tvtalk.fm, the place to go for all your TV talking needs. Also, if you love this podcast and want to see it keep growing and growing, head over to patreon.com slash TV Talk where you can join our Discord for becoming a patron for as little as a buck an episode. Uh, your support goes a ton of a long way, especially as we build up to make that Earth 90 Flash TV Talk. Learn more again at patreon.com slash TV Talk. Don't worry, we'll be back in a flash. credit card bill.